And we're back, Stripe Show podcast. And we're going to get to some instruction today. I've got a lot of thoughts on what we saw in the match yesterday with the four quarterbacks. I like the event, though. I like the event. I think it's absolutely amazing for the sport of golf. I've said it many times. Social media is fantastic for the game of golf. Professional athletes in other sports playing on the main stage is unbelievable for this sport. Watching these guys play, go through a lot of the same struggles that, you know, many of us have, right? We hit kind of the same shots, the last hole there, the par three. Patrick Mahomes pulls it in the water. How many have done that before? I have. (laughs) Tom Brady shanks it. How many have done that before? I have. You know, we see these guys with their armor on and they go out and they play and they do things that we can't even imagine of doing. We just can't even imagine spinning the ball like Patrick Mahomes. Can't even imagine winning seven Super Bowls like Tom Brady. Can't even imagine making the throws that Aaron Rodgers pulls off. Can't even imagine being the the physical specimen that is Josh Allen. But then when they get on the golf course and the armor's off and we see them and they're laughing and they're smiling and they're, well, at least three of them were smiling and laughing. And they're doing the things that we do on the golf course. And then they have a little success and you just kind of see and and you can relate to them. And I just think that's so powerful uh, for the sport of golf. And as I was watching, I was taking notes and I was like, you know, what would I do with these four players? What would I do with their games? So I'm going to share with you some of those things. And I I posted Patrick Mahomes swing and I'll start with that. Uh, Patrick Mahomes swing is, uh, is one that I think a lot of us can relate to, right? It's a swing that kind of goes in and then it kind of goes up and then it goes over the top. Like anybody can look at Patrick Mahomes swing and you can see that it's over the top. You can see that the path is working to the left. And I made the comment, on Instagram and I posted his swing and I said, man, I would turn Patrick Mahomes into a player. It wouldn't take long. And I say that because when he comes over the top, Mahomes, these, you can tell these are just world-class athletes because he's able to still kind of lean the shaft forward, deal off the face and kind of flight it down. And that's usually not the case when you come over the top. Oftentimes, you know, we'll kind of dump it at the bottom. We'll spin it. And we'll hit a lot of wipes. And Mahomes doesn't do that. In fact, you saw that little stinger driver that he hit off the tee a couple different times. So to me, that just gets me excited because I'm like, okay, you can just see the athlete in his hands, in the way, in his awareness of, of orienting that face to hit a strong shot. It was a 315-yard drive. Now, these guys are creating a lot of speed, but you can just see that sensitivity and awareness in the hands. So what does Patrick Mahomes need? What would I do? Well, I mean, I think it's pretty straightforward in that you would shape this thing probably a little bit better to the top. And then you would teach him how to get that club shaft to lay down just a bit more into the right forearm. And then how the body supports that through the zone and get him hitting just a kind of subtle little push draw. Operation Baby Draw was made 
for Patrick Mahomes. And yes, I think he should go through that. I think he should learn how to do that. Now, many of you in your comments, in my comments, were kind of coming back at me and saying, well, if it works for him, then why would you change it? I, okay, so here's... Remember what I said earlier about having to take a deep breath and walk away? Like, so when these comments start to show up, this is where I have a hard time walking away sometimes. <laughs> so you do realize that I am in the instruction business. You do realize that for the better part of 23 years, I spent a lot of time thinking about how to develop technique. Because the majority of you listening right now you need to develop some techniques so you can develop more skill and be able to hit more shots and be able to have more context in the difference between hitting the ball way up in the air and flighting it down and the difference between hitting a fade versus a draw and the difference between having a steep attack angle versus a shallow attack angle and the difference between using the leading edge versus the bounce. Like there's a lot of things there to develop. That's, the world I live in. My motto is great information, right order. Now, I also realize that many of you are very content with where you're at and you're never going to take a lesson. You're never going to take a lesson. I get that. And that's fine. And, and golf can mean different things to different people. I respect that. I respect the, those that are comfortable with where they're at and they can go out and they can manage and they can do their thing and they can have some upside and they can have fun. And that's what golf means to you. And I think that's great. But you can't on the other side then be upset because you're not getting better. You can't do the same thing over and over again and expect different results. Doesn't work that way. That's insanity. So others elect to go down the path of development. And that's where I come in. That's the world I live in. So when I see Mahomes, yes, I know he's a single-digit handicap. I get that. And I see his path and I see what he's doing. And I'm like, look, you can improve that pretty quickly. And you could teach him how to get the shaft on the right form, how to get his body supported through the zone, how to hit a push draw, and that would be conducive for him. And that would give him more context. That would allow him to hit more shots. And I am 100% confident would develop him in a way that's going to make him a better ball striker. That's what I do. That's the world I live in. So when I read comments like that, it just fires me up. Yes, he could keep doing what he's doing and be fine. I get it. But did you see the 15 to 20-yard pole that he hit to the left on the last shot on the par three? I'm not surprised by that because that's the shot you're going to get. You're going to get the hard pole. And then you're going to get the hard wipe once in a while. And then you're going to get the one that fits in between like he did many times. And that's going to suggest a certain skill set. You don't want to hit that pole? When it means the most, well, then you've got to learn how to get the path more from the inside. So that's what I would do with Mahomes. Operation Baby Draw, 1999, Patrick. Or become a member on TravisFultonGolf.com. Starting at $19.99 a month. And you can get that program along with some other programs and off you go. So take that, Instagram comments. Let's talk about his partner, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, excuse me. 
not his partner. Let's talk about his partner, Josh Allen. Josh Allen, um, you know, I, I was impressed with Josh Allen's swing. I, I really was. I, I really like the way he moves the club. I don't think Josh Allen gets to play a lot up in Buffalo. I, I get the feeling with Josh Allen that of all four guys, if you just turned them loose and they played a lot of golf, Josh Allen would develop and I think potentially would become the best player. If you didn't change any technique with any of the four and you just let him go, I think Josh Allen would would develop the most. Got good swing shape. I really liked a couple of his swings. There was one where he was kind of on a little hanging lie. The ball was below his feet, and he he kind of dropped it down a little bit nice on the form, rotated nice, covered it nice. It was just a... It was just a nice technique. I mean, you could just see so many things work together there on this little hanging lie ball below his feet. I think, Josh, when you, when you look at him, I, I think you would probably just teach Josh how to maximize his pivot. That's what I would do. I would get in there and just make sure that he's understanding how the upper and the lower are turning to the top of the swing getting the right side of the pelvis a little higher than the left, a little change of knee flex, understanding the tilts and the orientation of the body and the spine and how it works. And I think as you just really kind of maximized that turn to the top and, and just any little maintenance to the club, and I don't think there'd be much. I, I don't think there'd be much. And it's interesting, and, and, here's, and here's a statement I'll make to you. And I hope you're kind of following along here and you're just kind of hearing this out because – when you, when you think about Patrick Mahomes, that relates to so many of you coming over the top. So many of you. Haymaker Coffee Company was established in 2021 to create the best coffee to fuel the underdogs who perseveres, who hustles, and have the give-it-all mentality to achieve their American dream. Haymaker Coffee, only roast, top quality, specialty-grade coffee beans resulting in brews that satisfies those who demand every drop from their coffee and day. If you work hard, run hard, fight hard, and play hard, we have your coffee right here. When you think about Josh Allen, you think about just maximizing how you turn to the top. Sometimes when you get in there and you rewire the pivot and you, and you get them to to really turn the right hip and you get them kind of loaded into the right heel and you get them changing knee flex and you get the left shoulder working across and you get the spine going into extension and left bend and you get that turn so damn good that the club can, sometimes the club can get a little off kilter. Sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it does. And you just kind of have to manage how the club responds. And I think with Josh, it would be fine. But if it wasn't, then I would make sure the club is routed properly and his wrist angles were good at the top. His left wrist probably feel a little flat, his right wrist bent, and then let him go get it. That's what I do. I just get that backswing perfect and let him go get it. And I think the more he would just go and get it, the better he would be. And it would just, it would just, it would just go right up through the bag. Let's go to the other side. Aaron Rodgers. So I've been in the presence of Aaron Rodgers in these kinds of events. I've watched it up close in the way he interacts with people. And, and um, it's just not my cup of tea. But I think when you look at Aaron Rodgers' swing, there is a learning 
point here that could relate to so many of you. Aaron Rodgers is a player that aims left and plays this cut off to the right. And when I watched Aaron play, it was about three years ago down in the Bahamas. And I think he was kind of aiming straight and trying to hit more of a draw at times. And as he was trying to hit kind of this straight to more of a draw, I think he would spray it more. And now it looks like, at least from this event, he was aiming left and just cutting it, which he probably is a good move based upon his wrist angles. Aaron Rodgers is a guy that brings it down a bit steep and from the inside. You think about steep and you just automatically can think that it's steep and he's coming over the top. Aaron comes down steep and from the inside. The shaft is is pitched pretty steep, but the club head is still kind of back behind the hands. And a lot of that, or most all of it, is, is really from the wrist angles. His left wrist is in a bit of extension. He's pulling down, let's say, with his left hand, left arm. When you pull down, if you were to take a club and pull down with your left hand for a right-handed player, you would pull down and your left wrist would be extended, right? Just like if you were to go up and do, um, you know, some tricep, you know, where you go up and you've got that, those little, like those little V hangers and you're holding on to the rope with your left hand on one side and the rope with your right hand, you pull down and you can feel that tricep. And when you pull down, what do your wrists do? They go into extension. So to me, Rogers pulls down, he goes into extension which can get the face to be a bit open, although his grip is strong enough that it's not that open. But with that pull down, the shaft gets steep and he kind of gets it from the inside because his right shoulder is working down and under. And you could see Aaron kind of rehearsing that with his right shoulder. And he would just turn and swing left where his body was aiming and just kind of slide it off to the right. For him to draw it, what would have to happen is he would have to aim straight, and then at the bottom, he would have to stand the handle upright. He would have to then let the handle go up, which means the body's going to stall out, and now the face is going to catch up, and he can hit some hard club face pulls and hooks that way. And that's what I was seeing a few years ago. So he's just better off, in my opinion, with those wrist angles, aiming left and then just kind of swinging left and the handle can come in a bit lower and he can just kind of hit that little wiper off to the right. Now, what that's going to suggest is every once in a while, he had a pull every once in a while, but he'll also overcut it a lot too. Okay. So what would I do? Well, the first thing is I would make sure the grip is not too strong and I would work that left wrist more into Flexion. I get the left wrist more into flexion. And as you work the left wrist more into flexion coming down, that's going to change things. Now he can turn and he can hit it more with shaft lean. And I think he'll be able to do more with that flex lead wrist because the shaft will lay down a little bit more. It's going to allow him to rotate a little bit better. It's going to allow the handle to come in a little bit lower. And all of those things, I think, would raise the ceiling for him as far as his level of play, as far as what I say many times, improve the probability of impact. So that's what I would do. That is a slippier slope though. That is a harder fix than the first two. That's a harder fix than Mahomes 
trying to perfect many of the operation baby draw characteristics. That's a harder fix than Josh Allen tightening up the pivot to the top of the swing. Changing wrist angles and particularly coming down and getting a player not to pull down, but getting a player to leave their hands up, flex the wrist, and then turn and hit it usually takes a little bit more time. But that's what I would do with Aaron Rodgers. Now, there were times where I would see him in the backdrop. I, I, I it almost appeared to me that he was trying to do that. So I'm curious if that's what he's working on. Not sure. But it was a great putt nonetheless at the end. And they win. Tom Brady, his partner. I love Tom Brady, man. He just looks like he's having fun, enjoying himself, smiling. You know, Tom Brady is an absolute sports icon. He's easy to dislike and hate if you're someone in the NFL. I love the NFL. He beat my Seahawks in the Super Bowl. But I like Tom Brady. You know, I just think his attitude is great. I love the way he goes about his business out there. And, um, you know, he brings a smile to my face. And when you look at Tom Brady's swing, I made a tweet going in that if Tom Brady showed up with club face open at the top, my head, my head would explode. <laughs> um, and the club face did look a little better. His backswing looked a little more complete. So he, I, I, to me, from the previous event, Tom Brady has done some good things in his swing. Um, but make no mistake with Tom. Like you, historically over the last, let's say nine months, we've been watching Tom Brady. Tom gets that club face a little open at the top. And you know how I feel about that. For those of you listening right now, I'm going to go ahead and say that eight, eight out of 10 of you cannot get away with the club face open at the top. All right. You need to get the club face square to slightly close from a development standpoint. And here's Tom face open and he would come down and now you got your work cut out. What are you going to do with an open face? What are you going to do with it? Well, what you should do with it and what you've seen players do with it over the past, open face players like Jeff Ogilvie, open face players like Curtis Strange. They'll, they would bring it down. They would get the shaft to pitch back on a reasonable plane and they would turn sufficiently, lean the shaft forward and square the face. Good luck with that. That takes a lot of hands. Is it doable? Of course it is. It's all doable. You can find outliers. Go back to the previous example with Aaron Rodgers. Pulling down, steeping from the inside. Phil Mickelson, best set of hands in golf. That's how he hit it. Mark Leishman, same way. Mark Leishman likes to hit more draws. You know what he does? Stands the handle up. Man. You know, I mean, like that's... You're not teaching that. Like you're just probably not teaching that. Now, if someone shows up with that and they're a plus seven handicap, <laughs> you're, you're probably going to work around that. I get that. Haymaker Coffee Company was established in 2021 to create the best coffee to fuel the underdogs who perseveres, who hustles, and have the give it all mentality to achieve their American dream. Haymaker Coffee, only roast, top quality, specialty grade coffee beans resulting in brews that satisfies those who demand every drop from their coffee and day. If you work hard, run hard, fight hard, and play hard, we have your coffee right here. 
messing with wrist angles and face angles at the highest level is a slippery slope. Just listen to yesterday. We talked about Patrick Reed. You can see all this thing comes full circle. Patrick Reed yesterday. We talked about the changes that he made in his full swing, trying to shut the face more coming down. That's a, that's a, that's a change. I mean, technically, I, I, it makes sense. It makes sense. But, man, that's a different type of release pattern at the bottom. He's not comfortable with that. Started hitting the driver everywhere. It leaked into a short game. Go listen to that conversation I had with Josh Gregory yesterday. When you're a seven, eight handicap and you play once a week, every other week, get the club face prepared. Get it square to slightly close. Tom's doing that. You can do it through the grip. I mean, you can make the grip stronger. I like to do it a little bit through the grip and then also through the wrist angles. Okay. So I think Tom looks like he's getting the face a little bit more square at the top. When you look at the top of the swing, you can see the club face looking up to the sky more. Tom does a nice job of dropping it down from the inside. And then from there, turning and hitting it. I think of the four, I think Tom has the worst set of hands. Oh! In golf. Between those four. Like, who's managing the bottom the best with their hands? I would say... Mahomes, Rodgers, Allen, Brady. That's where I would say, you know, like Tom hits the shank, you know, just like these little things at the bottom, the spatial awareness, the, the, um, the, you know, just kind of getting things lined up at the bottom. Right. So Tom face, square to slightly close. And then I would do a lot of impact work with Tom. I would do a lot of just ball striking drills, hitting little shots, pitch shots, learning the geometry at the bottom, how shaft lean works, how club face works, educating the hands and arms to the fullest degree marrying up the pivot with it, tons of little pitch shots, and then just build it into the bigger swing, making sure the club face doesn't get too open. That's what I do. So there you have it. The match. I like it. It was, it was fun. I think it's, I think it's good TV. I I think they do the right amount of it. Um, Love the commentators. Ernie Johnson's one of my favorite people. Charles Barkley is one of my favorite people. Trevor Immelman does a good job. Amanda Balionis does a good job. So it, it was fun. It, it was really fun. So that's it for today. Stripe Show Podcast. Hope everybody is um, being able to take a step back, take a deep breath, and just, you know, process everything that's happening in your life and in this world today. Um, because I think that's I think that's important. We have an incredible podcast coming up on Sunday night, a special Stripe show podcast with Peter Ginsburg. uh, One of the top lawyers really in this country, incredible resume, go Google him. He is going to give us incredible insight on where this thing is going between the PGA tour and the LIV series. I also want to say thank you to my sponsors about golf simulators 
course, you've seen my studio. Um, wonderful group about golf simulators. Absolutely enjoying. I mean, just loving my simulator in my studio. We're building the new bar next week. And with that said, I want to introduce my new sponsor starting here in June, Glenn Fittich. I am beyond excited because I like to have me a little Glenn Fittich from time to time. Glenn Fittich uh, is joining the Stripe Show podcast, is joining Travis Fulton Golf. It's the world's most awarded single malt scotch whiskey and is run by the fifth generation of William Grant and Sons. And today is one of the few remaining family owned and operated distillers in the world. Glenn Fittich, thank you for believing in me and the Stripe Show podcast. We're having me a little scotch from uh, time to time here uh, at the podcast. Thank you to PXG, best clubs in the business, absolutely crushing my Gen 5s. And thank you to Haymaker Coffee. Telling you right now, folks, if you haven't tried Haymaker Coffee, you're missing out. I've got myself a little heavyweight poured right now because I'm going to be working some long hours here as I prepare for one of my favorite podcasts coming up, Peter Ginsburg on Sunday. Don't miss it. Stripe Show podcast. Thank you for being here, folks. Let's have a great rest of the week.